And can I just notice when they kiss once again, his eyes are open. Oh my god! Like I can't bear it. I can't bear it. Like, and this isn't this the, first is the first time. time on this episode we'll see him kiss a girl with their eyes open. Yeah, I've literally written eyes open with eyes open with Bree. No, he looks like a fish. That's literally what I wrote. He looks like a fish. Oh my god, Sophie. What? The tea this oh week. Oh my god. The tea oh today, like on day of recording, like it's been confirmed that Claire and oh. Dale. Yeah, and no longer. What? I'm literally. Do you know what? I am sure. Why if I'm not? Yeah. I mean, it was destined to be like, don't quit four weeks into a show, a dating <laughs> show. Four weeks. I mean, she was head over heels from day one. She literally said that, like... Well, you could tell when he got out the limo and she, her reaction when he just got out the limo, you could tell, like, it was it. Literally, literally. What's, so what's your views on, on the situation? So, obviously, it's been rumoured for, like, a week now because apparently it started with... They both deleted each other's, like, the typical Instagram modern-day ending of a relationship. They both deleted the most recent pictures of each other on Instagram. His cousin apparently unfollowed her and she unfollowed his cousin or something. Ridiculous. There was like a few like, so, and then she's been posting like motivational <laughs> quotes as you do. Oh. And then um, we've finally had confirmation today. Like you said off Dale, he's, should I read the, um, yeah, read it. Post out? I'm quite surprised. I think because Dale's the one that posted it, it must have been Dale that ended it because she said nothing so far. Yeah, and almost her like post seems so like self-empowering that it's almost that sense of like, I don't it's need a man. It. No, you sent it to me. You sent it to me. I'm shook. <laughs> My the tea book. keeps so, filling. The tea keeps so, filling. The post said, this is Dale that wrote this. Only Dale. We've had nothing off Claire yet. Saying... I wanted to share with you all that Claire and I have decided to go our separate ways. We appreciate the love and support we've received from so many people, but this is both the healthiest decision for both of us at this time. We strongly believe in leading with love and always remaining true to oneself, something our families have taught and instilled in us throughout our lives. We only hope the best things for one another. So just to like break this down, apparently they've been arguing since like the summer which Ugh. isn't that long after the series. Yeah. Um, apparently, this they ended it after a discussion about where to live because obviously she's living... Oh, is it Canada? Mm, she, basically, she's living somewhere right now because that's where her mum is because obviously her mum's in a dementia. Ew. Yeah. Um, and he lives in New York. But the thing that's getting me is... The, the word that this is the healthiest decision for us both. And like the fact that he's referring to both people, like he's, he, he, which tells me maybe that's why it's been taken down. I think he, I think she's gone mad at him that she's posted it because he's saying it as like a statement from both of them. But usually when it's a statement from both, they post it at the same time and yeah. they both post, she's not said anything. 
So he's obviously gone ahead and just posted it, and she's had no idea. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, let's, I've got, I've got high hopes for Tayshia and Zach. I know you're not a fan of Zach C, but I'm a big fan. So I've got high hopes. Because they are um, living together in New York now, aren't they? She's moved over there. Yeah. And I do, I think I, th- I have a good feeling about, but I had a good feeling about Colton and Cassie. I had a good feeling about, actually, I did not have a good feeling about Hannah and Jed. I mean, Pete isn't even worth mentioning. So in actual fact, I've not had a great track I didn't have ever. a good feeling about Cassie and Colton. How can someone have, when she like, she I loved him. Cassie. She I loved her. Yeah, but how can you think that relationship would last when she literally turned around and was like, I'm leaving, bye. She already decided that he wasn't enough for her. So how was that then ever going to make an everlasting relationship when she'd already decided it wasn't enough? On that note, let's get into today's episode. Oh, wait, one more thing about Claire, though, just before we do. So I am surprised because she was all, she must be feeling really embarrassed. I just want to say that because when everyone was slating her and tearing her apart, she was like, no, when you know, you know. And she was so adamant about it. That's the thing, there's no going back. There's no, no, like, she she said all those things. I tried when they heard it, I was like, this is why you wait till the end of the series to make the decision. Because when you first meet someone, it might seem all perfect, but by the end of it, you realise that they're not actually the best match. However, I also feel at the same time that Claire was never the type that could have done that. And she wasn't giving the other boys a fair chance. So she should yeah. have left because she wasn't giving them the fair chance. So I do think so with that. Um, but she, I just feel like she must be well embarrassed. Yeah. Anyway, as you said, okay. and going on to today's show, we have <laughs> a question for you. Okay. Who pinned the tail on the donkey? Are you on about because of Serena P. <laughs> yeah, Serena P. Did. <laughs> How lame am I? Come up with this. Going with this. <laughs> I'm like, how do I introduce this episode? I'm like, well, this is what they started with. Also, confirmation. I think I'm pretty sure on Hey You, I watched the first like. Um, they do it there. Yeah, they do do it there. So it is something. One thing I will say, I am glad about though. At least this was just a cute moment, funny moment this week. It wasn't like a big giveaway of the big like crucial plot. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I yeah, I mean, not about those big plot giveaways. It felt like it's weird because then at the end of the episode, they always do that little like. 30 second thing note them and the credits are rolling like the overlay of like something yeah. funny I wouldn't mind that at the start as like a nice sweep in but it is unnecessary I don't know what the editors are doing to be honest but well my pet peeve I was talking about this with some um with my friend the other day my pet peeve editing wise and I think it's the worst editing is when they show they leave it on like a cliffhanger like we did last week but then the preview for the week after it shows people that you don't know if they got roses yet yeah what's the whole point of ending it on a cliffhanger like oh is she gonna get through and then showing them in the edit i just think it's the worst editing ever when they do that totally totally agree with you but um but yes we're here with episode three of this season i can't believe it's only episode three like i know so episode three but it starts finishing off week two yes yeah so are are they are they on the show for like 10 weeks? Is this a 10-week run? Is that where, the way it works? Oh, God knows. I honestly, who knows? Because like I said, they always used to do it where they started with your first date of the week and they yeah. finished it on the rose ceremony and that was it. And I think it makes the episodes really sloppy when they do. I know I said it last week, but I hate when they don't start with that and end with that because yeah. it makes it sloppy. It makes it harder to follow along like where we are in the weeks wise and like, 
how close we are to fantasy suites or hometowns and things like that because it's just so thrown off yeah I agree totally agree with you um but yeah um but we start again at the fainting I want to know your opinions of this because my opinion has changed watching it from the end of last week's episode so has mine and I mean this isn't even like this is how I felt as I was watching the episode I wasn't even like at the end I felt like this like I I'm just gonna go out there and say I think it was really insincere the way I thank you I thought it was so insincere like the more we saw of it the more I was like this girl is I mean I don't know if faking it's the right word but it seemed so ingenuine like you said firstly she didn't faint like she didn't she didn't she she was like oh I'm a bit dizzy tripped yes (laughs) tripped up and like had had to have some water probably dehydrated like probably wasn't even dehydrated the fact the thing that killed me was where she when she's outside and she's got his blazer on and she smiles at him and she's like I feel better now yeah she was completely fine when he was like oh do you want some fresh air she was like yeah I think we just need to go for a walk oh I was like you have just manipulated this whole thing so you can get some time do you know what I think that is the main theme of this episode is manipulation I think she manipulates him throughout the entire thing she she does she manipulates especially the very end of the episode is where the crux of the manipulation is I think and we'll get to it when we get to the end but but we also have to acknowledge that like she is going through a horrible time like this is is my issue I get what you I'm sorry to interrupt I get what you're saying Bradley but the entire way through the episode she does not bring that up until the very very end so if that was the issue she would have said it from the beginning she would have said it from when she fainted she would have said to Matt oh, listen, I'm really sorry. It's just like with everything going on at home. And no, she doesn't say any of that until the very end. So that's where I think her using that as an excuse is then just an excuse. And again, we're jumping ahead here, but it just makes sense to mention this now that when she actually goes to Matt at the end, spoiler alert for anyone that's not watched the episode, I'm sure you have if you listen to this, but um, when she actually goes to Matt, she blames it on the girls again. Like the the, her dad... her dad is like it's a back like a back thought like it's like a thought that she's just like come up with which oh annoys me so much but let's let's we can talk yeah, we'll sure get we into that. that more when because i couldn't stand that moment either that was like oh but, the, but yeah so she, like, so she faints in like apostrophes which she doesn't um she goes outside and like you said she's like completely fine she's out looking at him and the girls are inside and I think Anna says it very well. Like her face is so expressionate. Like you can see everything on that girl's face. Do you know but what? She goes, yeah, go on. Do you not like her anymore? Go on, carry on. <gasps> no. So she's, she's, you can, t- and she says like a comment and you can tell she's pissed off. And I understand why, because as a girl who sat there, who's had zero time, she sat there wondering, am I even, am I going to be sent home or not? It's, it's an awful, I can imagine it's a horrible moment to have to go through. And you're sat there and it's being dragged out longer now. And you, there's only a few roses left when they go back. There's only like yeah. five roses left. Yeah. So there's not a lot of roses left. So the tension must be really horrible. And then this girl who already has a rose, already knows she's safe. And everyone's like, oh yeah, she said she's just really struggling tonight. And she's very overwhelmed. And she doesn't know if she can do it. And I'm like, but she knows this. Is, and I said it last week, and I'm going to probably say it a million times this episode. So if you want to do a drinking game, you can shut every time <laughs> I say it. But the girl knows she's safe. Yeah. So why 
so I understand why Anna and the other girls who are waiting are getting so frustrated because it's a horrible moment that they're having to sit and wait through and it's just dragging it out longer. I agree with you. So I'm going to get to Anna a bit later because I have started to take a slight disliking to her, I'll be honest. Um, I think that her execution of the way that she feels about things is bordering on Mean Girl. Like I don't think hers is as bad as some of the other girls. I don't. I don't. I think she's definitely like the Katie in the situation. But yeah. like, I do think that she, like, for example, we've obviously got Victoria. We've yeah. got Serena C. Serena uh, C is not a nice... Oh, I mean, not, we already... Dis- I think... Not that Victoria isn't a, uh, not a nice person, but we went through Victoria a lot last episode. Serena C, and we did say last episode, I thought she she's not nice. No. And th- so this is my fear with Anna, is that she's going to end up getting caught up in this little mean girl trap. And I don't think she is. I think she just speaks her mind. Um, I think she and you've got to remember of all the girls on the show she has had the least time with and she says this later on on the group date and she's trying and though she is trying she's yeah. just so you can tell she wants this like she likes it it's not like the first week you know when we said the very first episode and there was some girls that just weren't even bothering to talk to him it, that's not Anna no. she's just physically she keeps being cut off every time literally and I'm really praying that we do get some time with her because I just I looking at Instagram and Twitter and stuff I think she's a fan favorite people like her they do and they showed a hell of a lot of her this episode yeah so I'm just yeah. gonna get it up because I am um, my favorite bachelor data page yeah. has actually said that Anna had Quite a lot of she had, I mean, it doesn't sound like it when I say she has 4.3% of the time, but that's like Sarah must of, be like 45% of the time, uh, or something like that, right? This is the thing, so it makes me laugh. So, one of the comments we see right at the very beginning, so this isn't out of order, is Victoria goes, It's not the Sarah show. First of all, girl, what you on about saying that? Because last week you <laughs> were the, the Victoria show, so can literally, you really comment? Secondly, Actually, it was the, the Sarah show this week because Sarah had more airtime than Matt. Wow. Yeah. So Sarah took up 24.6% of the screen time. So she had 19 minutes, 24 seconds compared to Matt's 10 minutes. So she didn't just beat him. She like completely like took over the show this week so it was to be fair it was the Sarah show this week definitely and so I mean let's let's jump let's jump back into this rose ceremony um firstly when she walks in when she walks in with the blazer on I was like surely you're not going to walk up to these girls with that blazer around your shoulders and then she didn't I was like thank god for that because that should have been what I didn't get is when she was stood back up there again and she was like she was going to cry again yeah. It like kept showing her face when he was starting to read these other girls' names out, and she looked like she was about to cry. I was yeah. like, "Why are you, why, why are you crying?" Like, well, she wasn't crying, but I was like, "What is wrong with her?" You know, it's what Kayla says. Are really, um, I th- I grew every every week that goes by, I go to like Kayla even more because I think she is completely real. I think the the things that she says, she's so good with her words. She is- and I think it shows what she does say. I know what you're about to go on. It shows how genuine she is and how actually sweet she is because she's like the other girl. She does like, she's like, oh, I'm sad, but I'll let you go on. Yeah, well, she says, I'm not annoyed by Sarah fainting, but I'm annoyed my name wasn't called yet. Like, I think yeah. that that's that's a real emotion. And who was it that said this last week? Was it um, 
I think was it Jesenia maybe that um that ended up sticking up for herself and she was like we all have or someone said like we're allowed to it might have even been Marilyn actually RIP um but like I told you I told you I'm devastated I'm devastated just to skip ahead to who gets the roles yeah Marilyn does go home yeah literally and also Kirsten I know I'm like what my top four like decimated I'm out of the game like I don't even <laughs> want to look at the scoreboard like I'm out of the game which just a quick mention we'll get to at the very end of the episode we actually have scores for our fantasy yeah. league this week finally which is exciting I've not looked at it so I, god knows I'm probably right at the bottom well I'm definitely <laughs> right. um, um but yeah no and Kayla also says after what you said she also goes on and says which I feel awful about thinking but I still do which shows like she feels guilt for saying like I wish my name had been called out and I think that's she's not like you said Anna didn't say she was just angry which I completely get I'm not saying Anna was wrong because I would be Anna in this situation but it just shows how sweet Kayla is because she's upset and she says it very well but then she goes but I feel awful for saying this because the girl is obviously not very well but I do feel such a way and I think it does just show the character of her agreed agreed um, and then when it comes to the other girls that went home, I think it was, it was Kirsten, Marilyn. Well, Ileana, who you also said last week was going to be a dark horse. I was like, got a feeling she's going to be like an underdog. <laughs> Literally, when I saw her go, I was like, for God's sake, just crucify me now. I know what. Um, lol, Ileana, that Bradley said last episode was <laughs> a dark horse. He's gone. <laughs> Literally, who was the who was the last one that? Uh, oh, Alana as well. I wasn't fussed about her. But Alana, who was for those who might not remember who she was, she was the Canadian who did the spaghetti scene coming yeah. out of the limo. Um, yeah. you also it was also Sydney. Sydney, do you know what I like Sydney? I'm quite sad, but I think she was a bit too mature for that. Maybe like I feel like she just wasn't. I just, we didn't really see much of it. What I will just quickly mention is. The comment that I said last week that I thought was about Victoria of Anna's in the teaser when she goes, she's getting exactly what she wants, was actually about Sarah and not Victoria, which I did not see coming. I mean, to be fair, I agree with the comment. Like, you could tell Sarah wanted time and she got her time. I mean, she, this whole episode is just reinforcing that statement throughout the entire thing. Um, So yeah, there was... And I also just want to love the classic Bachelor ending of only one rose left. And it was between, like, obviously it was between Victoria and Marilyn. There was the other girls, but we knew that was, like, the crux. Yeah. And Victoria did get the rose, so Marilyn did go. Um, I think Marilyn was shocked. I'm, gen- do you know, I think she was shocked, but I think she was also defeated. I don't know how she would have gone she on. She was very rest- defeated. I don't think she would have been successful without the rest of the process at that point, because it's like, if this guy really can't see what she's like like is it worth my time anyway but then this is again i think if matt was a previous contestant we wouldn't have seen that result of the royal ceremony yeah yeah Yeah. because it's normally two or three weeks isn't it with like a previous contestant yeah the the comic character however we're gonna get into victoria but i actually i agree with her on some of this so she said this week i was like for god's sake and even some of her she's she's so bipolar in her behavior because one minute she is like, like the oh, we're gonna get. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. But are you? I'm about. To, I'm just. Are you talking about what she says around Serena sees one on one? No. All right. Because I actually think she said quite good. I thought it was quite bipolar of her when we talk. When we'll go later on to see how she reacts about Serena sees date. Yeah. Um. 
However, I think you do see in this episode, Victoria sets her next target as Sarah. Right. You can see it. Like she goes, it's not when she's got, but it's not the Sarah show, whatever. You can see she's picked Sarah because she can see she's vulnerable and she can also see that she's got Matt's attention. Do you know what though? I'm just, I'm starting to question the editing of this season with Victoria because we obviously quite see quite a few. So I'm, don't get me wrong. I don't think Victoria is the greatest person alive. I think she, I think she's a sport brat. And like, I think that, I think a lot of the things she says are very harsh and mean and unnecessary. But like, I do, I am questioning, like there was, there's even a scene later on where we see um, her say, she says, can you tell Matt that Sarah sucks? Like the way that was put in the previews was like some nasty malicious moment, but she was joking. It was obviously- see, I still didn't think it was a very nice thing though. See, I, and I'm not, when I watched it, I forgot that it was even in the preview. When I saw that moment, I thought that's just, that's when it can come across a bit like they're all picking on it. That's not just her saying like, I'm frustrated because of the situation we're involved, which I understand, this is the, I understand all the girls when they're all saying she, they're bullying when they're saying this, which is it's a lot on social media this week. So we will be talking about this a lot. Like they think the girls are bullying. There's yeah. a lot of statements that have been made. Um. I understand a lot of the girls when they make the comments and I don't think it is bullying, but comments like that is what I think them can make them think, well, that's bullying. Just spiteful. There's no substance. Yeah, it's just exactly. Like, it's not like she's frustrated, but it's like, oh, can you tell her that she sucks? Like, she's that's trying to get like thing. brownie points from the girls, isn't it? It's just yeah. trying to top dog. Um, but yeah, and then obviously to end the road ceremony, unless you've got anything else to say on that, Victoria just cheers, obviously, saying like... Oh, when she be... like claps. And she's and like, here's to being vulnerable. And I'm like... <laughs> There's another comment that she actually makes um, later on in the episode that I'll comment on that because I was like, um, rolled my eyes so hard at. But also, just a quick co- it is a hundred percent a different place with how the raw ceremony is each week and where they're staying. Yes. They go into that big, really fancy building where they came night one, where yeah. they met all. That is where the raw ceremony is each week. Yeah. Where they are staying is some golf course. Yeah. It's like nearby it's, or whatever, but it's not the same building. It's a boutique hotel almost, isn't it? Where they're yeah, staying. it's not the same. No. Um, so then we get a lot of talk of this. Lots of fresh wheat, fresh, um, like, new start for us all, um, which made me laugh after seeing the teaser from last week because I was like well, that does not look like what it's going to be at all. Not at all, not at all. Um, so my first point on this is I thought it was really weird how Chris Harrison was like Matt's uncomfortable like I've helped him pick I just was like this is really odd like. Just say that you pick the dates. <laughs> yeah I don't know I just felt like the explanation about it was like Matt's having a really hard time being uncomfortable. I don't know it was really weird I felt I felt uncomfortable with him saying it. I, I wonder if he was just trying to say like Matt is unsure what because I don't think they picked I just think it was a way to say basically Chris Harrison picked the dates but they just worded it very strange they go back to two group dates and one one-on-one this week which is what I said last week they normally do at this stage of the competition am I right in saying we haven't even seen the second group date yet no we haven't spoiler (laughs) but we don't get to see this so this again week ends after we only see one group date and a one-on-one yeah um, so the first group date this week, I wrote all the girls' names. We have Rachel, who we don't like. <laughs> Rachel, oh yeah. Bree, my gal. Yeah. Lauren. Yeah. Hit. Serena C. What? Victoria, Kayla, 
Anna, Kylie, and Katie. Group, I think it was 10, but I thought it was a really nice group. Like, I thought the group was quite a good group. It was a good dynamic. Like, I, yeah. like can you just imagine if you chucked, especially we're was going to get into the actual task that they did. Like, imagine chucking Sarah in there. It would have been a mess. Or Abigail in there. So yeah, this was 10 girls compared to, if you think back to last week, we had 17 girls in a group date. This was a lot better size, I think. I also didn't, do you know what? If they're going to keep up with this, like, big group of girls thing, I think every girl needs to date on the first week. Otherwise, the race ceremony is pointless to me. I'm like, what's the point in not, like, why, at the end of the day, why does he keep picking Anna? He's not spoken to her unless we've... I am surprised that he's not. Like, she she does make a comment later on because something happens on the group date that I'm not going to spoil yet. And she says... I've had the least time of everyone in the house. So I don't even think that they've just not edited some of the stuff in. I think she's literally not had a chance to speak I'm to I'm so her. glad that she, do you know what? I take, I'm, I'm not taking a dislike to Anna. I'm just a bit annoyed at this, like the fact that she could end up in this mean girl group. But um, I'm glad that she's acknowledging that because that is a problem. Like you can get swallowed up by characters like Sarah, like Victoria, mm-hmm. because she, she is still a huge character. You can yeah. tell that. And but- she, they show so much of it at the beginning of this group date. Yeah. Like, they show a lot of it, like, a lot of the VTs, a lot of, like, the, um, when they talk to camera, it's yeah. a lot of Anna's, like, and she's funny. Her yeah. comments made me laugh. And she looks insane. She's so pretty. Oh, like, yeah, I think she she's is. beautiful. Um, so, Matt, yeah. also, another thing, when Matt has no idea what this day is, so he turns up, he's like, I have no idea what we're going to do. Um, who wears another cracking turtleneck as well, just to throw that in there. He was a turtleneck king. And then we see, so, do you know how the very first episode we did, we talked about our favourite couples. This is the one half of our favourite couple, my my favourite couple, (laughs) Ashley I and Jared. Yeah. And Ashley I is back. We don't see it with Jared, which I thought was a bit strange because they made appearances on other series and they both come, so unless maybe... He didn't test negative in time. I don't know. You don't know, but it was. Yeah. I did think it was a weird choice for just Ashley to be there because they've popped up on a few series together now, and it's always been together since they've become a couple. Right. I am surprised that he wasn't there with her, but um, it starts in a dark room with mood lighting, and someone's on stage in the dark reading quite the novel very erotic indeed yeah um, can we just talk about the fact that chris harrison wrote a sex book right. <laughs> like very odd also very intrigued i'm just gonna i'm, gonna be, I'm just gonna be honest like so i knew that he'd written this because obviously i followed chris for years and years and i do remember him like posting like when he'd wrote this book like people to buy it did not know that it had like so much sex scenes in it I'm looking to see if it's on Amazon just for a <laughs> Yeah, so you can buy Chris Harrison's book on Amazon, get it tomorrow um, on Prime Delivery for $9.99 um, or $14.78. Oh, no, that's, yeah, $9.99 for Head Over Heels Seduced by Southern Italy. I mean, I was, I just didn't, I, I can't imagine Chris Harrison writing a sex scene. Literally, literally. And apparently, but, not just one. There's numerous sex scenes in it, ladies and gents. But do you know what? I quite like that. Like some of the girls may have felt uncomfortable going into that situation, but the fact that you wouldn't expect Chris Harrison to do that, I think, probably put the girls at ease. That like, okay, Chris has done this and he's put his name. I out. mean, let's just call the date what it was. It was a fan fiction date. Yeah. 
The girls are writing their own fan fiction about that. Has this been a date before? Not that I know of. I really liked it, you know. I found, I thought it was really It was fun. a lot more fun than I expected. Because I was at first I was like, this is tacky as hell, what is going on? And then I was like, no, like my mouth was open the entire time. Like oh yeah. I was like, what is going on right now? I mean, and the thing is, as a viewer, it was a bit shocking. And I can only imagine what it was like for the girls because we had so much bleak tout. Yeah. Like, but I so still, much. But I still knew that, like, but every time there was a bleep, I was like, oh, no. Like, Some of them you could tell, but like Victoria's, it was like bleep, 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 bleep. So you had no idea what was being said because it was that many bleeps. There was one, because I, I closed captioning on the screen and it was like bleep with bleep. I was like, what was that sentence? <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But um, the first girl that went up was um, our least favourite, Rachel. I am. Um, um, Ashley, sorry, Rachel's... just to quickly go back. Ashley, yeah, yeah. I go and talk to these girls as they're oh, writing them all. Yeah. Um, and then Matt's going up some. Anna's face when Matt goes to talk to her and Rachel. She's like a little giddy school kid. I thought yeah, it was really is. cute. Um, but then, then Rachel was all very like, oh no, I'm a, I'm quite the prude. Like I don't, I was like BS. I call I BS. Yeah, I can't get personalized things. I was like, quit the good girl act. We all know that you are not that. Yeah. On paper. Like, I just called absolute BS. I don't yeah. believe that at all. Agreed. Um, Agreed. I thought, I mean, before it even came on, I thought, Katie's is going to be sexual. I mean, she brought a dildo to the first time they met. Like, you know what, though? She was, she was sexual but classy. Like, it was, it was, I don't know. I feel like it was borderline, but it was, I quite, I just, I enjoy Katie now. Like, I'm a fan. Um, what made me laugh was Ashley Eye's face when Victoria was telling her story. <laughs> for those of you who might not have watched the older seasons, Ashley I was the virgin of the season. That was like her little thing. Was she? Yeah. So she was like a virgin, um, was all the way through. Like, and they kept referring to it, even when she was on Bachelor in Paradise and things like that. So that was like her go-to. Because she had a lot of opinions, obviously, on Colton's season. Because Colton was like the virgin bachelor. Right. And she was like, I understand how it can become such like a thing. And she's like, yeah. it's not a thing. But they make such a thing of it on the well, show. It's a she... card almost, isn't it? That's what it ends up being. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, it was quite funny just watching her being on this date because obviously um, she was known as like the virgin of the show. I wish I knew that before because that makes me like enjoy it even more. Um, But so then the girls obviously end up being the live studio audience for the, um, for the... um... Yeah, the other girls, sorry. So the girls that weren't on the date with the live studio audience. Yeah, and... All I when I saw I, I didn't really acknowledge that Abigail wasn't on this date yet, but I literally said to myself out loud, "Thank God Abigail wasn't on this date because I just can't see her in that light." I but just, then also her face was so confused when when Matt was like discussing. No, Matt, sorry, Chris Harrison was like discussing. She was like, "You could see the poor girl was like, what is going on?" Yeah, literally. Um, but also, yeah. Anna, sorry, Anna makes a comment. I'm not sure at one point of this, uh, what part of the day, but. Anna makes a comment, she's like, oh, I need a bath. <laughs> I was like, girl, you are everyone watching this right yeah. now. So true, so true. I just, yeah, she's fab. But um, Sarah, from the minute she walked in, I, I literally Her wrote, face. Sarah looks so disapproving. Is she a bore? Because I'm like, come on. Like her like- face, she was so... Like all the other girls were laughing, joking, <laughs> found it a funny thing. She was literally the only one in the whole room that was like... Oh. And this is where I don't get, 
because she said, and it it briefly said she said she couldn't cope with it because she has these feelings for him. She they're not making out on stage. They're talking. They're literally like talking about the story, like get a bit of a grip. And also, like, you've come on The Bachelor. You know what this process is. So we'll like... talk more about this later because it really frustrates me. Yeah. Like, some of the things yeah. she says, because we do see a lot more of this. But, yeah, her face was just so pissed off through it all. And I was not hearing for it. What, um, what do you think of Matt's... Matt's... So I was like, oh, my God. Because I was wondering when they were talking about it. Because normally they go... Normally on these dates, they do say, like, oh, and I'll also be doing it as well. Because I was like... Who's Matt going to write his about? Because they're all writing it about Matt. Is Matt yeah. going to choose a girl? Not he writes it in like a generalised yeah. she. I was thinking that. Who is he talking about? Like he must have had someone in his head. I, it'd be interesting to know who he I was. I could Sarah because it sucks to be him if it was. Um, it was, I mean, the one bit that I did like is when he like licked his lips after the mm. I feel like it might have been edited. It was a bit much. Oh. I could have caught with the chocolate cake. Oh, bit. the chocolate cake! Much. No, the chocolate. I just, it was too much. It was too. I not not sexually, just so awkward. Like, oh, he was very awkward. I didn't think it was like the bit where he's talking about riding. He was like, and his hand rid up her oh. thigh, um, and then he was like, but it didn't stop at her dress hem. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, I was just. Oh my it's god. So I, I'm just gonna say this. I think he's the least sexy person. I've seen. <laughs> not because he's not good looking, and he's not like he's obviously lovely. But when it comes to like sex appeal, I just think. I don't think he has the sex talk down. No. <laughs> you wouldn't be sexting no. with Matt. I mean, we're gonna, we're gonna. No, I'm not gonna mention it because we're we're gonna talk about it later. We're gonna. Talk, I, can't, I can't mention it. No, I'm not gonna mention what it. It's made me laugh. Is like you could see all the girls getting turned on by it. Oh yeah! Like I was, I, I was, I was loving seeing them having fun though. Like it was nice. Yeah. To see, they, it was. It was such a fun day. Like especially compared to the second half of the episode. Yeah. It gets super serious and it's not. I thought it was really fun. Um, Anna's the first one on stage. Yeah. And I think her story showed her personality yeah. it made people laugh the ending of it was so clever yeah. i thought so she does like this not it's not overly sexual and and i also think there's a difference between erotica and porn i feel like victorious was more of a porn I a mean, lot of the other girls was a bit more erotica and i was like fun and flirty whereas yeah, yeah so she was like, was, like and then at the end she's like and then it all ended in he gave it the rose and said there's no one else. Said, yes. It was like so a really good. And then everyone so was like, good. yes. And um, when all it kind of flicks through the rest of the girls, Chris Harrison's face through this. Yeah, he was like, What is yeah. <laughs> what is going on? But um I have to I, like I think just to run through the girls, like I think Kit was actually really good, but I just can't bear the fact she's 21. Like don't get me wrong. Like Can I, I know also say though, I also still didn't think she seemed like she had a personality. No. Like when it feels like the quick teaser of her talking to Ashley, I through her book, it was like the wind blew through the leaves in the Pennsylvania, and I'm like, this isn't even any erotic. You're just describing. I feel like I'm listening to the Great Gatsby or something. Like like heights. Need, yeah, we don't need so much like play settings. Like just get yeah. to it. Um. I just feel like she, I still don't think she has much of a personality, to be honest with you. No, no, agree. Serena C. 
she so she makes quite a big deal as well about like oh how it's talking about what you're into sexually in the bedroom I'm like have fun with it like why are you thinking like she's just so this is also the girl that later on calls Matt Daddy in one of the VTs, if we this can is, just remember I that can't please. wait till we see that moment, because I know from that point on she's no longer going to be in it. I'm like, get her out. She just annoys me. Her face just annoys I, me. You know what? I'm very surprised she's made it this far. So am I. So am I. Um, but yeah, Serena P. Okay, like, we're going to get to Serena P, but she has gone up in my rankings so much this week. Um, but we'll get on to her one-on-one later on. But when she's when Katie's doing her... Um, Katie's doing her... So uh, Katie's is fun. All the girls are laughing their asses. Yeah. It, it doesn't surprise me because, like, this week, obviously, I follow all the girls on Instagram. She actually even posted this week something about, like, the female orgasm and all this lot. So it doesn't surprise me whatsoever that she was loving this and... If you actually look, she's the first one that wasn't just at the mic stand. Like she took the mic off the mic stand and was like stood right next to Matt. So true, so true. And she has confidence. Do you know what as well? The girl's reaction to Katie showed me straight away that she has a good relationship with these girls. She is a peacekeeper. She isn't, she's like a family girl, I think. Like she wants to make sure that everyone's okay. Like I really, really like her. And like I said, she's gone way up in like one of my favorite girls now of the series. I don't see her and Matt working together, though. I... I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to be really, really outlandish here and say, like, I'd be happy to see Kate as a bachelorette. Oh, no, I would be happy with that. That's what I'm saying. I can't see her and Matt as a... Yeah. As a, a couple. I just don't think... The chemistry's not there, is it? The chemistry's um, I don't think it's there. I do, I would like her as a bachelorette. I also think Anna would be a funny bachelorette. However, I don't think Anna would be because she's too much like Hannah B. It's way and it's too soon after Hannah B for there to be yeah. someone like her. So I, even though we all love Anna and like there seems to be a lot of fans, I don't think, I think if Abigail doesn't get chosen, she might be interesting to see she might be the bachelorette. That would be interesting. This is a very early conversation for us. It to is, have it is. But, but then yeah. I have to say again that this feels like I'm on like episode six or seven at this point. It does not. It feel does like feel a lot three. further in the the season than it is. Um, but yeah, I was just gonna just to mention Serena P, and she's like that girl must read erotica, and I was like, so good, like it's so true. So oh, so yeah, I did like that line. Um, yeah, Victoria's. I think she went for some like BDSM stuff. I think she went hardcore. It must have been. She literally makes an orgasm, like an orgasm sound. Like she. You know what? I did think this date did a lot of good for Victoria in a way, though, because I thought it was just going to be cheesy and ugh, but she had those girls cracking up. And I think it showed a very, like, funny, lighthearted side of Victoria that we've I've, not seen. I've literally written down, are the girls warming to Victoria? Because, like, it doesn't seem. This is why I'm worried about the editing and what, what are we not seeing of Victoria? Because obviously, the, at the end of the day, she is doing all this other horrible stuff that she's doing. Yeah, she's still saying the nasty things she's saying. They can't keep that in. But the producers are playing on it, I think, because I I think, like, again, similar to Katie's, like, as much as it was so rational, like, the girls are obviously going to laugh. It wasn't like, they weren't cringe laughing. They were laughing with her. Like, no. they weren't laughing at her, which I quite liked because I do feel like, I, I definitely gave a very I gave Victoria a very hard time in the last episode. Um yeah. that we spoke about. But yeah, I don't know. I was quite I agree with you. I'm glad that Victoria got like a chance to sit like give a different stance on herself in this. 
I think she still does herself some disfavors later on in the episode, but I do think this was quite a, a good point for her. Yeah, agree. Um, then it goes to the night portion of the day. I don't think there's any more really to talk about during the day. No, I mean, I did, before we get to the actual date itself, I read- We get the teaser of what's going to come up, don't we? Yeah, because um, there's the conversation with Piper, um, and I can't, maybe Mary, I think it was. Um, but like, I just written down that Piper's knee-high white boots, her grey jumper and the hoops are just insane, like fashion. You know what? I didn't get a chance to notice the fashion a lot this episode. I think I was that stressed about what was going on with Sarah because we kind of get flipped back kind of quite a bit throughout the whole episode. We do, we do. But um, yeah, I mean, that's what I really said about And that. in the teaser, I was like, oh, so it looks like Kate put Sarah in her place for something. I know. But if they didn't know what. He talks to Rachel first on his one-on-one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm and, kiss, and can I just notice, when they kiss, once again, his eyes are open. Oh, my God. Like, I can't bear it. I can't bear it. Like, and this isn't this the first is the time. the first time on this episode we'll see him kiss a girl with their eyes open. Oh, my God. Like, what is, what is, like, don't get me wrong. If I, when I've kissed someone before, like, because I have thought about it. I'm like, do I kiss with my eyes open? I'm like, no. But there are times, like, where I might just open them slightly and just like see what's going on. Like, is it still well, happening? He can't just catch it every moment. He's slightly open. Literally, like, like his eyes. Open. Open. Him eyes open, kissing <laughs> a girl. His eyes are wide open as well. I'm like, how is this happening? It's so creepy. I Again, like the sex appeal is just like, wah, wah, like, well. Oh, and no. then he has a moment with Brie. Again. They kiss with their eyes open. Yeah. yeah, I've literally written eyes open with eyes open with Brie. No, he looks like a fish. That's literally what I've written. <laughs> he looks like a fish. It's awful. Um, but yeah, I mean he was a bit disappointed in Brie on the date, to be honest with you. No, no, so do you know what? I think that what happened on that date was that they've opened up to each other. Now it's just about being in each other's presence and being comfortable. Like, yeah. I don't think there's, it's not necessary to keep talking about my mum and my dad. And like, Oh, no, no, I don't think that. But he says, I think, I mean, as in like, he's a bit disappointed. I think he wanted her story to be a bit more sexual and it wasn't. But I think he was disappointed that she didn't really go like all out with like what he wanted to happen, like just to see her talk about more things. I think hers was a bit PG, basically, and he wanted to be a bit more X-rated. I mean, I don't even remember Breeze, so that's probably... I don't think it really showed it. I do remember it being, like, quite a tame... I think it was, like, a quick flick, yeah. and what she did say was quite, like, a, a subtle thing. I think yeah. he... Like, I think when they had this discussion, he wanted more from her. He wanted her to, like, be like, I wanted to throw me against the wall. Do you know what I mean? Like... Agreed. Yeah. Um... I also think that um, another Katie um, fangirl moment for me was when she said that she enjoyed the other girls opening up um, because she's obviously like when it comes to telling the like having yeah. fun with the with the task um, because she's had obviously she came in very like um, very larger than life obviously with the yeah. dildo and stuff um, which was very intense so I think for the for her, it must be like, okay, these girls can have a bit of fun too because she came in with the complete fun factor. Yeah, it was overkill. I just feel like she just, I, I will stop banging on about how much I love Katie, but like, I think she's just mellowed out so much. Well, this is, but this is what we were talking about, Bradley, when we talked about that very first rose ceremony night and we said she needed to give the dildo a rest because people had so many judgments of her from that. And if she just dropped it earlier, 
people would have seen this so much earlier on. Yeah. She would have got so many more fans in a way if she'd not gone on about the dildo so much. Right. And which is why we were so frustrated when we were seeing it because it was like, just stop. Like, yeah. And then just to go into it, we then see basically it's meant to be the second date card, but we don't actually really see it do it or is this when it all starts oh no we do so we get the second date card as like an interruption of who gets the one-on-one date yeah and obviously it's serena p Um, yeah i was very surprised she got a one-on-one this early i was which sort of worried me a bit because i feel like in my head i was thinking that it was i don't know why just from previews and stuff i feel like it was going to be later so at that point it made me like question how long is she actually going to be part of this process um but we'll get we'll get very surprised i just think there was so many other girls i would have picked for a one-on-one before her yeah i was like abigail hasn't got one yet um i mean obviously we knew by this point she wasn't going to get it because she was on the group but oh she was no she wasn't was she so abigail hasn't got one yet mary i would have thought mary might have had one before like there were so many girls i would have put for a one-on-one before serena p I agree, but you know, like obviously we're going to get into Serena's date, and it wasn't like the most eventful thing ever. But I'm, I think she really did herself well on that date. I think she really. I just. Uh, let's get to that. Let's not jump ahead. Yeah. Uh, um. So, another bit that whilst we're quickly has it has come across, like it's like broke off from the group date. We then start seeing Sarah. And Sarah says, and this is what is one of my frustrations, because before it was like, oh, maybe she just thought about the show, but then didn't really realise that she'd get like involved in it or she didn't think she'd get that way. But I'm like, you know, she starts talking about basically how she did it. She should have known that she'd react like this in the show because of her past experiences and relationships. I'm like, but if you're just thinking that now, if I was to apply for a show like this, that was such a big thing, before I go in, I think you think everything through. It's not a quick, easy decision. Oh. Going on national television, I think you think everything through. And if I was to think about going on that show, we've had this conversation before, like, oh, would you be able to go on it? And I know what type of person I am, just like you would, and that's what you take, How you, you know how you already deal with things, how yeah. you've dealt with things in the past, what sort of situation you've been in. So you think, oh... And you know what that show is. Everyone by this point, even if you're not really followed along, you know what the premises of The Bachelor is or The Bachelorette. It's been going for that long. It's such like an institution in a way. Yeah. You, especially if you're going on the show, even if you didn't know, you'd find out. Yeah. You would look and see, can I do this? For her to now just say, oh, I should have realised I'd been like this. Like, no, you would have known beforehand. This was what also makes me think, do you know when I said that very first episode where I said, I don't know if she's gone on the show for her career. I think this is just right now has backed up that point where I think she went on because I know she's obviously got everything going with her dad, but then going to care for her dad has obviously stopped her career for quite a while. I think she's thought, my dad, in not in a horrible way, but my dad's not going to last much longer to think future-wise of how this is going to help my career. Yeah. Then what am I going to do? And she thought this will really help boost, like boost me and this might help me get my jobs later on. I think this is completely sure that's exactly why the girl has gone on the show. I don't know. I'm not so sure about that. I think, I mean, 
yeah, we'll get to her reasoning for leaving a little bit later on because I don't think it was completely sincere. But I don't know. I still am unsure whether it was like a career move. I don't know. It's it's hard to tell. I think, and we're never. Gonna I think she ended up having feelings for her. I'm not saying she hasn't, but I do think it has shown that her thought process was to go on for the show because otherwise you would think beforehand oh would I be able to handle really if you're in there for love you think love wise would I be able to be able to cope with him talking to all these other girls yeah obviously that wasn't her main thought process going in otherwise she would have already considered this and thought it beforehand great but yeah so obviously we see her interrupt Katie and Matt's time together um which was just I mean Katie's face when Sarah walked in was just and- can I just quickly make a point? This isn't karma. So when people like might make the comment that like, well, Katie did that to marry with a dildo, it's not the same thing. No. no. That was a rose ceremony where people interrupt all the time. Yeah. This was a girl who wasn't on that group date that interrupted the group date and stole the time from someone else. Yeah. This is, yeah. I just kept getting so frustrated through this whole thing because... Sarah's excuse for it all was she just needed to talk to him. We have seen, we saw it on Tasha's season, we see it on every friggin' season. If they need to talk to someone, they go to, they can go to the hotel rooms after. Yeah. She could have gone to where Matt was staying, like she does later in the episode, yeah. to talk to him. She did not need to go on that day. It's like, wait your turn. Like, come on, you know that there's all these other girls here. And also, you surely can't, like the fact that she then apologises after all is done, it's like, no. Well, Serena C actually makes, and she's a nasty girl, I think she makes some nasty comments, but Serena C does turn around when Sarah tries to make the excuse, but I just needed to talk to him because I needed to say this. She went, but she, Serena C turns around and goes, but Chris Harrison told us this week that everyone would get their time. So you could have waited till you got your time. And do you know what? The fact that, I mean, firstly, the conversation that she actually had with Matt was unnecessary at that point in time. Yeah. It was completely unnecessary. Like, it did not need to happen there and then. Um, But then the fact that even after Katie has gone back in, and good on Katie for not walking away. You know what? Literally, bravo to Katie. I mean, it was so awkward, though, when she asked if she could have, um, when Sarah was like, can I have five more minutes? And she was like, two more minutes. And then Sarah was not feeling wanting that. And Katie just stood right. Good on her. Do you know, that took some guts to just stand there. No, it did. It did. It was very, I wouldn't have been able to do it. But And I don't think Katie, I don't think Katie was out of order for doing it. Let me just say. I just think she was very brave because I wouldn't have been able to do that. 100%. And then the fact that she then sat there and Sarah had the audacity to say to Katie, do you mind if Matt walks me out? I'm like, how dare you and then the kiss when she knows that the girl is sat there waiting oh. i yeah, just in the same room Katie it was so disrespect and this is where and sarah doesn't seem to grasp this for the rest of the episode sarah does not care about anyone else and she's only thinking of herself yeah. if katie hadn't gone in there sarah would have just took more and more and more time and you could tell that at this point of the conversation matt had already settled her fears in a way Matt had already convinced her not to go. So by that point, it wasn't a necessary conversation anymore, even if she thought it was to begin with. She should have just left. She should have then been like, right, I'm really sorry. I took enough time. Thank you. And I'll go. But she would have, if Katie hadn't gone in that room, God knows how long they would have talked for. Yeah. Um, I did did write as well that I think, um, so obviously uh, 
Sarah goes to reply to the uh, apologize to the girls. Stupid thing to do at that point. Like I know what her. Sorry, go on. I know what her intentions were by doing that, but it just was. I don't know. I just feel like it was at that point, like the girls point out, it's invalid. You, the damage is done. You've you've made your bed now. Sleep in it. Like well, this is the issue because even if she was going to go, and that's why she said she was that desperate because she was leaving. It was still unfair to the rest of the girls because she was saying it was a very very important conversation. Yeah. Because you've got to realize if she if you had said to Matt at that moment, I'm going. I can't go, and you did decide to do that without him convincing you otherwise. The rest of that day, Matt's head wouldn't have been in it. No. So all the other girls that he would have talked to later, he wouldn't have been in it with them. Yeah. He wouldn't have been able to up because his mind wouldn't have been on it. And I think so Kate, to even sorry, go on. I think Katie says to um to Sarah in their conversation, like now now that you've taken that time away from my time with him, you you I've now got less chance of having a rose, or at least someone says that. Yeah, no, she does say that later on that like if maybe if we had got that time, I might have been actually got the rose this week. Yeah. Not who does get the rose, which is Rachel does get the rose, which is not, a, it doesn't surprise me because that was one of the only one-on-ones he actually manages to get before Sarah turns up. It's true, but I'm also like, really? Like Rachel, what? what? I know, I didn't like that he chose her, but it didn't surprise What really upset me, just to go back to Sarah, is the fact that she was the one, in, and she was in the wrong. She can't say she was, because she, this is once again I don't get it you could have talked to him outside of the day that night when they finished the date she she had to speak to him that day she could have waited till the date had finished and gone to his hotel room that night but I really don't get it but she's then gonna she then went to the girls and tried to play the victim yeah and when the girls weren't for it which I think all the girls had every single right to be upset every single one of them she then started crying and playing the victim. And then what oh. really pissed me off is when she went outside and she was doing her one-on-one talk to the camera and she went, um, the thing is, I have a big, I have a deeper relationship with Matt than these girls, so I deserve to have that. Like, she deserved that time. Or, and that's when I was like, that shows exactly who you are, Sarah. You think yeah. these girls don't deserve and you, all of you deserve it an equal amount. You don't deserve it anymore just because you had the chance. Oh of having the one-on-one first, these other girls can't get to that stage in the relationship because you're stealing all of the time. Yeah, she's so self-entitled. And you know what? Like, I've been, I was completely blindsided by her. And I know that you, I think you had more of a transparent view on her than I did. But like, if I felt like that, like being in that, as a viewer, like him in that moment must have just been completely blindsided. So I don't think we can blame Matt for the way that he dealt with the situation. He even says a couple of times, like, I don't know how to deal with this. I've never done it before. No, like, yeah. And that's fair, but oh my god, like the one thing I will say that I didn't agree with was Serena's seat later on when it's around Serena P's date. Sorry, I don't agree. I don't think I don't agree with that person. But to get back, um, the one thing I did agree with Katie, the, the, sorry, Victoria, it was when Sarah's talking to it. Victoria goes, "No, go back to him. Go back." And I was like, "Yes." I literally yes, said, I was, I was like, I was like absolutely yes, love she's digging, like she's she's picking up Katie to go back because Katie yeah, needed that push, I think. It wasn't in the malicious way where we saw the first rose ceremony, like the first night, we saw his say basically the same type of thing, but it didn't seem genuine. It just seemed a bit like it didn't, it rubbed us up both the wrong way when she kind of said it. This time though, I completely agree with how she was saying it and when she yeah. said it. Because it and was think, like, yes. And she even says something 
felt like I would have done that on a Victoria says I would have done that on like my own group date but I would never done it on someone else's yeah. group date so that's what she that's what she tries to say she goes it's not the fact that she's interrupted like she was like we could have interrupted but we were on the date that was our time yeah she was not on the date so she interrupted someone else's date which she shouldn't have done yeah that's the difference is like it wasn't and she was going to have her time on that second group date <sighs> she could even if and the thing is because she didn't go she obviously could have waited because she didn't end up leaving that day so if she was gonna if she had to talk to him that much it would have been because she had to leave and this is what i think all the girls were trying to say to her that we understand if it was like you had to go joe that you interrupted it but you it wasn't that she didn't go that day she didn't and i i completely get where all the girls are coming from and this is where some people start to say it can be a bit like bullying because it's all the girls against her. And I do get that it's like 10 girls against one person. Yeah. And this is where it's a very fine line. And we see this more a bit later when they talk about the uh, date card. It's a very, I understand why Sarah would feel attacked because I can imagine it's very intense, all those girls against one person. However, she has affected each one of those girls. So each one of those girls was justified in, in being like, I'm upset. It wasn't like, you've upset my friends, so now I'm going to gang up in your stick. They'd all been upset by it. So every one of those girls had the right to say what they were saying. And it wasn't fair that they should have to keep quiet and not be upset because it was one person against a, a group because they had the right to be upset. What did you think about Victoria going out to see Sarah and sort well, of creating? My issue with that is, I get it and I don't. I thought, in a way, it was good of it actually just try and talk to her one on one. The other side of it is that Victoria is quite an abrupt. She's not the nicest, and she can be quite intense. I think Katie was, if Katie had gone out, what Katie does then go out, I think Katie was right going out and talk to her. And I think Katie's quite good at talking to her one-on-one. -on -one. Katie she's understands her. She's very, very clever and good. She's so articulate as well. Like she knows yeah. how to things. And she's not, like she's still a nice person without, with still getting a point across and being like, you don't mess me around. Yeah. The thing is with Victoria, the way she says things, she doesn't phrase it always the nicest. She's not always the nicest and genuine in general. So I could understand why it could be a bit much for Victoria to get. However, I don't actually think what Victoria was saying was that harsh. No. no I think I... what she was saying was, and I did enjoy, and she didn't have to, because I, I was very surprised that she even did, that when Katie came out, I was very surprised that Victoria went in and left them to it. I agree. The type of person Victoria is, I'm very surprised at that, that she let them have their moment and talk it out, because it That's was more... What... That's another point towards though, my like saying how I'm worried that she might be being edited because I do think we've seen a lot of genuine moments from Victoria in this episode. Also the other side too, but like I don't know. I I'm starting to grow on the fact that she is a human being. Like she is Well, I do still think she's a human and I think she still has her good points. However, she's still I think she's still quite a manipulative person. We've just it's just happened that this week someone's been more manipulative than her. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I think everything that Katie said was very fair to her as well. Um, and Katie got her point across and basically didn't just. I think this is the thing. I think Sarah thought all the girls would be like, so would see her upset and be like, oh, fair. No, I understand that you needed to talk to him. It's fine. 
I think she completely thought all the girls would be like that. Yeah. And I think that's when some of the emotion, why some of the tears were coming, because I think she just thought that they'd accept it and be like, oh, fit, I understand, and then move on. I don't think she realised that actually what she did was not okay and how it actually... Because she didn't take into account... This is, and this is what all the girls try saying to her, and Sarah never actually... And this is... We see it when she comes down. She doesn't just admit it and go, you know what, I didn't think about it, what you're all, what how it would affect you all, which I think would have gone a long way with the girls. And that's all the girls kind of wanted to hear was her going, no, I, I get it now. I understand what you're saying. I didn't think about how it would affect you all. I'm sorry about that. I did just think how I was feeling in that moment. I think I the girls would have had a lot more respect, but I instead you tried victim. to make excuses. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's move on. Let's move on because obviously yes, we um we then well, just quickly, Anna makes a very good comment. This is where Anna makes the comment of saying because like when Matt gives Rachel the rose, she says to Matt like I really just need to get some time with you at some yeah. point, yeah. and she makes that when she's saying bye because. Anna says when they're all upset, she goes, the girl who has had the most time with Matt in the house has took time away from the girl who's had the least amount of time in the house. Yeah. Which was, I thought was a very good point from her, but go on. So true, so true. But no, I was just going to skip to the um, next day. Obviously, Serena looks so happy and cheery that she's going on this one-on-one day. This is where I'll say Victoria's quite bipolar because we see when Brie got that day, she was very... Well, she's going on the date and I'm not going on it, so I'm not happy for her. Where this is where she's very bipolar and she's all like, yes, Serena, you go on that date. This is your day. Literally, I'm like, what? <laughs> Who is this new person? Where is she yeah. from? Um, but it it almost felt like I was watching, like, a comedy when, like, they're all sat there and that's like, oh, where's Sarah? And it's like... She's not here. And like when I, I just loved when Serena B put her head on that shoulder. And then it was just the fact that, like, okay, I'm going to go and find Sarah instead. I was like, what is going That's on? That's the only thing I think Matt did wrong. Oh my God, it was so inappropriate. He should I not have. Done so that. These girls already are waiting to walk out the door with you on a one on one date. Like, this is where they were saying before oh I might have been watching but it was like her day this was like her day she finally got the excitement that all these other girls have got that it was her one-on-one time and she was the special one this day and Matt buggers off leaves her sat there after she was ready to walk out the door and goes oh I'll be five minutes and And all the girls there he wasn't five minutes it was not five minutes how long do you reckon that's got to be at least I think it was about half an hour yeah at least a half an hour 100 percent um and was it at this point where he goes and finds her and just like jumps on her, or is that like yeah on the bed? I thought that was so disrespect. Like, and, and a lot of the times, I always understand when they kiss someone and there's always someone there because it's kind of like the premises of the show. There's only so much you can. But if a girl's waiting to go on a one-on-one date and you go and jump on another girl's bed on week two, because she couldn't be bothered to man up and go downstairs and grin and bear it with all the other girls because she knows that she was in the wrong. Yeah. So then she gets what she wants. Like Anna says, she's got exactly what she wants. Yeah, she does. Do you know, Anna is a wise woman, like very wise woman. I'm just worried. I'm just worried her anger could end up leading her down a Someone said to me, they went, well, that wasn't Sarah's fault in that instance. Matt was the one that made that decision. I went, but Sarah's still to blame because Sarah would have known that Matt was going to walk in, especially after the talk the night before. Matt was going to walk in and look for her. He knows all the girls, they're his girls. He's going to notice if one of them is missing and be like, oh, where's this person? Especially so one of two. Exactly. 
Sorry, go on. Especially one of two that he's going to have been on a one-on-one yeah. with. Like... Has gone to him the night before and said, oh, I feel like leaving if she suddenly missed him when he goes into a group. She knew that he would have took notice. So she's not faultless in the situation. She knew what she was doing. And she is, again, like we've said, got exactly what she wanted. She has. She has. And the fact that, like, I mean, the conversation was so... It was exactly the same conversation they had the night before, pretty much. Like, she, I didn't really pick up on any... No, it wasn't anything different. There was no substance to what she was saying other than what she said. Anna makes another very good comment though when it's like they're together Anna says the girl doesn't want to go she just wants confirmation that he wants her yeah and that is exactly what it was yeah and then she says you wronged us come downstairs and face the mess you made it's like yeah come and face your mess like don't sit upstairs crying like a little baby I don't even funny she's 24 years old like if I behaved like that at 24 years like I'm 24 now if I did that I'd be embarrassed and that's obviously, I think that's where a huge part of it comes from. I think she was embarrassed. I think that's the thing. And I think what Anna said is completely right. I don't think she wants to go out any of this. I think she, the reason she ended up leaving was because of the girls. Yeah. And I don't think it was necessarily because the girls bullied her, but because she knew that she'd crossed the line and she didn't know how to go back because she thought what she said would have fixed it. And she it hadn't, and she didn't know where to go from there. Yeah. I think that's what the issue was. Agreed. Um, the, uh, yeah, again, this is where Victoria made that comment saying, tell Matt he says Sarah sucks, and I didn't like that. I think she was, I think that was a joke. I do think, I'm not saying, but this is where then that people can come across as bullying, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. But um, yeah, Serena P's date, I mean, like I said, nothing really happens, like, compared to the rest of the episode, I was like, okay. I do think, I will say, I think the activity they went on is one of the best activity dates on a one-on-one date so far in terms of having fun but joking and being able to talk whilst exactly. doing the activity that's what i thought like that was the main thing i thought was that obviously you said that um in the last episode they didn't really get to speak on either of the one-on-ones like so it's nice that they actually did get the chance to do it but surely like i remember in go on no, I just was gonna say what I couldn't call it with was the whole cheese board thing, and then he put they were putting the food on a napkin. I was like, what? Right? Was it? I was gonna say, was that a napkin? Like there was a point where I was yeah. like, are you just putting this on the rug? Like what? Where's the plate? Like come on. Yeah, like well, give them a board, bachelor. Like you have the money for it. Like I just couldn't call. Literally. Um... Sorry. I like what I did like about Serena. I feel like I related quite a lot of Serena. P- to be fair, I didn't realize she was twenty-two. I thought she was older than that. She's, so, this is she's twenty. She's so young. She talks like she's like a thirty-five-year-old woman. Like Wait, this- no, I think she says a comment a bit later on, which I think just shows how young and a bit naive she is and her idealistic view of the. Because she's so. This is where, and I was surprised it was this early, where she turns around to Matt and goes. I think I could fall in love with you, which we've commented on before. I didn't realise it was at this point. For her to make this comment at this stage, I understand that she'd had a one-on-one and maybe a group and then said it as something, but she literally just basically not even had all of her one-on-one yet. To say that, I think this girl has a very bit naive and idealistic view. And I think it's just because she's so young. Do you know what though? I think her, I actually think her ideals and her morals are in the right place. Yes, she's young, but like, but I like think the fact that she said that she takes things a little bit slower. She's only, I mean, take falling in love once by 22. I'm like, I don't know if I've, I don't, I don't, have you been in love, Sophie? No. Mm, I don't. I'm the same. I'm the same. And I think <laughs> the, conversation have, the conversation they have a bit later on is like, 
I've reflected on my own situation because I'm like, yes, I've said out loud, I am in love or I think I'm in love. Whether now I'm out of those relationships, I'm like- That's what Matt says, like he thought he was. Yeah. I think we do. And the one thing I will say about Serena P's day is we get more of Matt's relationship background. Like so far, all we've really had of Matt's background was very much family based and he's friends with Tyler C and Hannah B <laughs> literally yeah. Yeah. which we naturally had from the show just from me being a massive Tyler C fan girl so true, so true. Um, um but yeah so I think this is the first time we actually see some of and I think we again though see a lot of like he's a bit of a commitment phobe and I don't know if it's a bad sign for later on I really don't because he's really quite like what he says and I'm like how is this going to be any different yeah yeah, I don't know. Um, the one thing I didn't like is saying was she starts talking about non-conventional living and things like that. And then she doesn't, um, she thinks, and I I feel like she was trying to compare it to being on The Bachelor. And I don't feel like non-conventional living and like a non-conventional family or whatever is just because you've been on The Bachelor. I don't think that's what it correlates to. Yeah. I feel like she was trying to make that comparison and I feel like it wasn't the right... I think this is where her age comes into it as well. I think she, like, I do think that she, um, it just seems like a little bit childish, like those comments. Not because think, I think she's quite a naive and young, idealistic view of it all. But I, I will say, I will shout out that she is absolutely stunning. Like her, her oh, she is, she her is pretty. Is beautiful. Um, I see. I think she's pretty, but I. And it's not to take away that she's pretty, but I think in comparison to a lot of the other girls in the show, I think she's like the girl next door. I don't think she's like a standout, which is, again, why I was so surprised that he picked her. I could see Matt with the next girl next door, though. Like, I think someone like Anne is going to challenge him too much, don't you think? I, I just feel like I don't know how they would work. I can't see them together as a couple. I think she's just too young for him. I think he's more of a later stage of his life and she's still at a very young... She's 22. I know, I know, that's the thing. Like, like you're telling me, it, you've got to remember the end point of this show is to get engaged. She's 20, to be engaged at 22 and it lasts, the likelihood. Yeah. You can't see my face right now, viewers, but it's a very non-believing <laughs> Yeah, she's not impressed. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think my verdict on Serena P is like unsure. I do really like her. I think she's a really nice person. Um, I think she is. A bit boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a bit plain Jane. Maybe a bit plain Jane. That's what I mean. Like there wasn't much. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, I wasn't feeling it that much. I don't think they had a stronger connection as him and Sarah on their one-on-one, or him and Brie on their one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But um, obviously then we come back to the... So we get a new date card, which they never actually read. I know. I was... Do you reckon they actually read it out or not? Because I don't think they did. I think it was like... I don't, I don't even know. They must do to not... I don't know. Who knows? So they're talking... They're all sat there ready to read this date card. And they're all talking about how they've still not seen Sarah at all. Which is, must have been like a few days now since they've not really seen her. Literally. And then all of a sudden, literally as they're about to read this card, Sarah turns up. Oh. I'm, do you know what? At this point, I have to say, I feel so embarrassed how much I've like stand her to this point because she is so annoying. Like, the she... issue is her defensiveness, her apology seems so insincere. And then 
when the girls are making the points, how she is so defensive makes everything that she just tried to apologize and say seem very insincere. Yeah. Because she was just sorry. She was just like, you don't understand, like my I just needed this time. She's like all these girls are trying to explain, and she wasn't at once being like, I and even when these girls like just say you didn't think about us, she just won't say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I fully agree with you. And um, I do. So well, I think it would be worth going through some of what the, some of the things the girls say. Yeah. I do have to say, I think I think it's Victoria. Is it Victoria or Anna that says Sarah doesn't need Matt. She needs a Xanax. And I was like, this is so true. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is so true. Just take a chill pill. Like, enjoy the experience. Like, you're on a reality TV show at the end of the day. Like, have fun with it like it's a once in a lifetime opportunity where you are being fully catered for you're going to be on tv you're a journalist like like enjoy the experience and she's just not at all i think mj makes a very good point during these conversations katie does there's a quite a few that make very very good points what frustrates me is victoria and serena c what they say to sarah in parts of this is where they take it too far and that frustrates me because then all the rest of these girls that are making genuine, like... It makes it feel like a, like a gang. Gang, okay. yeah. They yeah. make comments that are justified. That's the word. They're all justified in what they're saying. But then because of Serena C and Victoria, it then takes it too far yeah. because then it looks like they're all just attacking her, which yeah. she's come down to track. This is where it's like all these girls, every one of those girls had a right to say something to Sarah. Like, yeah. this is where I'm like, there are all it's all of them against one yeah it is but she's upset every single one of them so they all had a right to say something what took it too far is when i think at one point sarah tries to say something and victoria talks over it and just completely like undermines what she says and it just wasn't there was no need for what victoria said there was also um i mean a couple of things i want to shout out here actually a few things so one was abigail speaking up i was like whoa girl has a voice like she is speaking out but she says um if you don't want to be here why are you taking the rose from someone else and it's true like if you can't deal with it go like i think mean, he's not going to stop this isn't claire this is like, no. like this is a different person it's a different season like this isn't how the show works that was a one-off with um claire. See, this happened before so i don't did you watch colton season he was your favorite batch yeah so there was a girl in colton season i can't remember her name she was ginger Oh, and she, yeah. goes, she goes to talk to Colton and she says she can't cope with it, blah, blah. And she did the same thing. You could tell she wanted him to end the show and be like, yeah. I need you. And that and was very early on as well, wasn't it? it? Was, they, was, was it them that went on the date where they went on the plane to like the fairground and he's like charity, like he had like... Yeah, yeah. yeah and they yeah. had a really good one-on-one and they did have quite a good connection, but she went and talked to him and you could tell that she was expecting him to turn around and be like I'm gonna just choose you that's it that's what she wanted him to say I think Sarah's kind of in a way wanted the same thing agreed up until the last minute I'd say up yeah last minute but yeah I also wrote um that Anna saying you have not had it difficult I'm like that's yeah. so true like you haven't you have had the easiest ride yeah. like you've had a wonderful Anna says another comment that's very when she says um when Sarah goes, I went to him because I felt really insecure, so I had to, I needed that moment. And so, and Anna went, if I went to talk to Matt every time I felt insecure, no one in this room would have any yeah. time with him. Exactly. I thought that is such. That's the thing. Everyone in that room can feel insecure unless you've already got your roles that week. Yeah. You can't just go up to him whenever you're feeling insecure because there's a million other girls there that deserve it. This is where 
and you can tell she just thinks she has a right to it more than anyone else yeah. and she said it earlier when she said i've got a deeper connection so i should be like i have every right to talk to some over these girls that don't have as deep a connection as me she yeah. says it herself yeah. so how could she it shows that she thinks more of herself and thinks that she has more of a right than any and that's what really I dis makes me dislike her because she doesn't have any more I know I've said it I just frustrates me I think it's so disrespectful I agree with you I agree with you um I also think Kit it's one of the few times we hear speak in this episode but she says she does say to Sarah which I thought was a bit much it was like crossing the line where she says the rest of your living situation is going to be horrible I was like that's just that's just that's where yeah no, that is just me. And that's what I think probably, what I think she was trying to say is, you've got to realise it's not going to change over day and it's probably not going to be the easiest for you. But she didn't say it like that. She just said, she said it in a nasty way. Yeah. I think what she was trying to get at was correct. It wasn't going to be easy for Sarah now because she has, like, turned every girl in that place against yeah. her because she, the way she acted and the she only, did that. The only girl yeah. really after I mean even I mean Katie didn't really say much in this part of the episode, but the only girl that I noticed that wasn't really getting involved at all was Brie. Like that's the one that stood well, out. I me. was gonna say, and the thing is, I think she leans on Brie a lot, and I think she kind of took advantage of Brie's niceness because whenever she comes down and goes near any she went and went to Brie, she like hung on Brie. Yeah. And I don't think it was very fair to Brie because it I think ended up getting Brie sucked in. Yeah. Of staying, it could have got Brie sucked yeah. in. Yeah. And I felt very sorry for it. And I think she took a bit advantage of Brie's niceness in a way there yeah. as well. Just going to appreciate Brie one more time here because, oh my God, like, I honestly... You see that she wore a Black Lives Matter jumper during the yeah, show? Yeah, I honestly think she's gorgeous human. Like, oh, if, like, if she was... I, I'm, I am pretty hopeful that she will end up with Matt at the end, at this point in the show, but... If not, like again, big bachelorette. Um oh, I think she would be a very standout. I think she'd be a very good bachelorette. She's a very yeah. strong woman, but still kind and sweet and gorgeous. Yeah. Um it. then we get to the point where basically the girls have finished talking and Sarah's crying in the room again. Yeah. And um Katie goes to talk to her. And I think Katie was the perfect person to do this. Because I think if anyone else had gone in that room, I don't think they would have understood Sarah at the same level that Katie did. And do you know what? Considering that Katie was at the forefront of this drama from in this episode, yeah. it started with Katie, and Katie handled it well the entire time. Yeah. Like I am, I, I'm just gonna say, I'll promise this will be the last time. I'm a big Katie fan. No, um, I do. I really like her now. And like, I, 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 she I genuinely was crying with her because, like, it was firstly the fact that she went in there and said, "For me, that was hard to watch. I did not like that. Neither did I. Like, I as much as Sarah was aggravating me." It got like, like you said, Victoria, Serena, even Kylie ch chirped in with something random, and I was like, then Kit. It was bullying at the end, like it was, but really. I think Kit's one of the, the house comment, but then Kit also made a comment when she left, which I thought was really nasty yeah. as well. When she went, I don't want to hear her word, her yeah. name spoke to me ever again, and I just thought that's just not. That's when you could see that she was twenty-one. Yes, I'm like, go and say it to her face if you actually feel that way. You obviously yeah. have such a child. But, um, um, but yeah, no, I do. I didn't like it, and this is where it was like it went too much. But that's when I feel for like the MJs and the Annas and stuff that have been slated online. But really, their their comments were justified and they were correct in what they were saying. But then they've been slated for bullying online when they weren't the ones that took it too far. It was yeah. some of the other girls. Yeah, agreed. Um, but yeah, I mean, in this conversation, Katie just 
Katie was amazing. And I really liked when she said, as much as I don't want to say this, I want you to stay and explore this relationship with Matt because otherwise I don't want to be a backup choice for Matt. And I want him to fully get you off his mind and realise if if it's for him to then choose me. She's like, I don't want you to go. And then him to be constantly wondering. Agreed. Which I think was like one of the best things she could have said. Yeah. I agree. And this is where... She then makes a comment towards the end when she goes, well, then you need to go. It wasn't nasty and it wasn't her manipulating the situation at all, which I think some people might think she could have been trying to do. I think she was just being very genuine and kind. But so, and this is where Sarah makes the first mention of her dad. And I'm not saying that it wasn't part of the reason the entire way, but if it was part of the reason, she'd already talk, she'd already talked to Matt about her dad and explain the situation. And every time she went to him and talked to him about how she wasn't sure she wanted to be there, she never once mentioned her dad. No. no. So for her to now mention it, that, and I know that it was a factor for her dad. I'm not saying it isn't, and I'm not sure it was. I'm, I imagine it was on her mind, but I don't like how she then all of a sudden was like, oh, well, because of my dad. Because if it was that, then you would have told Matt that because you'd already confided in him. Yeah. No, I agree with you. And I think then, like, obviously she leaves. Um, that, like, that happens. Um, I'm not sure how the girls took Katie coming in telling them that. Um, I think what Katie, how she said it was very good. She was like, we need to remember, we don't know everyone's backstory yeah. and to be nice. Yeah. Oh, um, I love her. I just love her so much. I didn't like how when she told, this is again where we saw the nasty side of Victoria. Katie told her and Victoria started clapping. Oh, yeah. Like, that's just not nice. It's so annoying because I think, I, do you know what? I think if, anyone else was saying these nice things like that like the few nice moments that victoria has had throughout yeah. this episode we'd be raving about them for that but she just backs herself up with so much negativity and nastiness it just doesn't count i am gonna just talk about when she went quickly when sarah went to talk to matt say bye yeah she manipulated that boy and those last moments i've literally said it she's for her to turn around and say, I tried to talk to the girls and they were just nasty and attacked me. Yeah. Like, it's not fair because it's, first of all, if you're going to say that, then name the girls so he knows. Yeah. There's already been these comments. You should have said, because Sarah's come out online and said something about Victoria since the show's aired. So you should have turned around to Matt and been like, well, Victoria, because the thing is, Victoria's already torn apart Marilyn. Yeah. And it's made him distrust. So you should have said Victoria was disgusting to me because Victoria did the same to Marilyn and Marilyn went home and she didn't deserve it. So he just, and the thing is to just do it as a generalized term as the girls came down all the way through now, he's not going to know who it's happened before when they've done gen and it has torn some of the bachelors or bachelorettes apart because they're constantly questioned who, who what what can I trust? What can I not trust? This happened with Colton where it was literally one, they got to a point in the season where one by one, the girls are like, there's someone here you can't trust. Yeah. And I'm guessing they were talking about Cassie or Kaylin, one of the two, when it was happening, because it was about the whole conversation about, I yeah, want to be on the bus or whatever. Yeah. And it, but it was like, just tell him, stop beating yeah. around the bush. It's like, not fair. it's not. And it just, it's, I mean, this is going to play on his mind now and it is going to be a massive issue. Like, and the thing is, I'm doubting that Matt gets to see the footage. And for someone like Katie, who he knows that Sarah has had beef with this week, I don't know how that's yeah. going to affect his relationship with Katie now because he hasn't seen how genuine and authentic she has been. I'm sure the conversation with Sarah was a lot longer than what we saw. Um, yeah. 
it also when he was like trying to convince her and she was like crying and she went yeah well I've made I'm I'm leaving it just yeah. I don't it just felt really ingenuine like her yeah. entire conversation I just thought there was just something about it where it just didn't touch me like I didn't feel sorry for her and I, it just did I felt like there was something and I just feel like she wasn't actually speaking the truth in some way do you know what I thought as well was like you could never walk back into that house after all of this either like never can you imagine huh. if she was just there was a point where I was like no she's yeah, I thought like I did that. think because she like stopped crying and he said something and I thought she was gonna turn around and be like okay I'll try yeah. it and I was like is she gonna say that I think the only reason why she didn't turn around and say that is because she knew the girl she couldn't face the girls even Katie can you imagine if she went back to Katie at that point like Katie would have been I like, think I don't think this is where I was I think she lets things define her away and she can play the victim quite a bit Sarah whereas like where I said I, com- I said this last episode where like Brie is a strong woman doesn't let anything define her and move on Sarah's the type that is like does let things define her and then like likes to play the victim in a little bit I agree. And I don't think she's a very courageous. It does. It's not a negative thing. Not everyone can be brave and courageous. It's a very hard thing to be done. Like yeah. I couldn't have been half the way that Kate was this episode. Yeah. Doesn't mean you're a bad person for doing it, but she is not the type that'd have the courage to be able to face those girls and get through it after what she did. Agreed. So should we just talk about this teaser for next week? Yeah, like I mean, this just feels like the season that just keeps giving. Like I'm, I'm like four, four new girls, Bradley. I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Like it's, I'm. We don't see much. We just see drama. And one of them doesn't seem to be the nicest. I mean, I feel like a bunch of them don't seem very nice. Like, I feel like we're getting a bad vibe from the whole situation. So, my, my note is, which girl, Anna? Which girl? So next week is when we get the drama, the new drama yeah. of one of the girls is an escort. Yeah. Yeah, so it's not Kylie by the looks of it. Like I think said. it might be one of these new girls. I know yeah. I said Kylie all the way through, but I think it might be one of these new girls. She seems too attached. And also Kylie actually, like, I feel like we gave her a rough time. She might end up being what we think she is, but she's, like... She's very quiet. I don't think we've heard her much at no, all. No, I feel like she's going to be gone next week, if I'm honest. Yeah. I can't see it being a massive... She's not giving enough reason for the girls to cause drama about I think I just and I also think it'd be weird for Anna to now bring it up when they've been there like three weeks yeah literally Um, one of these new girls but yeah I mean I think on a whole like this episode I literally said to my sister this morning I think this is the most tense episode I've watched since Colton jumping the fence like oh my god that moment (laughs) I honestly feel like that was a massively intense, dramatic episode. I just feel like there was so much manipulation. Yeah. And I just wasn't a fan of it. No. And I do think some people maybe crossed the line and started to bully a little bit, but I don't... So online, MJ has made a statement. Um, She's just one of the girls that I saw. I'm just going to get it up to read you. So she said, in response to the episode last night, the events that occurred were the result of a lack of communication. I was completely unaware of Sarah's family matters. When Sarah approached me to talk privately rather than accepting her invitation, I walked away in frustration. That was a mistake. 
We are all human and sometimes we act out of emotion rather than reason. And I want to apologize to Sarah and anyone whose feelings were hurt by my words or actions. Kit also put a statement. And just to compare, it says, I believe what unfolded last night was an outcome of lack of communication. I had no idea what was going on with Sarah's family or in her personal life. Rather than keeping her out, I spoke quickly out of frustration and that was unacceptable. I know that the time for compassion was in the moment and not in hindsight, but I want to apologise to Sarah and anyone whose feelings were hurt by my words. The They're awfully, awfully similar. Yeah. I, other girls might have made statements as well. I, those were just two of the ones I'd seen before wow. our talk. So I wonder if the girls have had a talk about this and making like a joint statement. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, MJ, I feel like she there was no need for her to apologise. No, I think the way that MJ was like, I need, I need to take a breather, I would have done that in that situation. Yeah, because the thing is, if she'd spoke to her at that moment, she was that wound up and frustrated, she probably would have said a lot more inappropriate things than walking away. Yeah. I ju- this is where I feel like it's a very... Because I feel like maybe Kit, Kit did say some really nasty things. I understand her apologising more. But people like MJ, this is where it's a really, it is a really fine line. Uh, John, here are our bachelor ratings. Yeah, go on. So, in first place, obviously, go on. What's what's the score? Twenty-eight points. Oh come on, what have I got? Like three. (laughs) Um, our friend Sarah, who's also playing along with us, is in second place with twenty-six points. Ooh. Bradley is in third place with 22 points. Okay, I'm not as far behind as I thought I would be. No, I feel it's still a close game. It could still easily tie up very easy. I mean, your main girl has now left, so that might yeah. affect it a little bit. And Bree's not going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah, so my Bree's safe. Serena's safe. Um, Who else was my top? Or Kayla. My top was um, Sarah, Jacenia, Kirsten. <laughs> I don't even know who the fourth one was. I honestly don't remember. My top was Serena P, Kayla Bree, and Abigail. So I nailed it. I am the Bachelor Whisperer. So true. So true. Because I'd just like to say, do you remember last episode when I said Sarah was going to go and you went, no. And you went, how long do you think? And I went, within the next two weeks, she's not going to be there. Yeah. I might as well have put it down. <laughs> so true. Get your money out. Literally. Can you imagine? But so yeah. To end this episode, Sophie is the Bachelor Whisperer and can protect <laughs> all. And Bradley is not. Bradley is not that. In but training. Love him anyway. Yes, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I just want to say thank you for listening, everyone that's listening, and hope we've um we've not rambled on too much. But yeah, we will see you next week for another drama-filled episode. Of Very course, cool. I'm surprised Chris Harrison hasn't said the most drama-filled season yet. Right, right. What's wrong with him? So weird. But yeah. Anyways, should we try and? <laughs> oh my god. We fail every week. Right, ready? Okay. One, two, three. Keep calm. Oh, <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Never mind. We See need to pre-record it and get it on point and then just do it. <laughs> and it was every Put month. It in every week. <laughs> Anyways, bye. Bye.